welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthy perspectives with an S at protonmail.com. Hello, hello, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. I, uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm a little bit emotional about today's podcast. Uh, emotional because I'm kind of frustrated. Uh, I went ahead finally and I bit the bullet and I uh, watched the January 6th committee stuff. Um, mostly I've avoided it because it doesn't make sense that we would have this pseudo like show slash committee. Um, you know, that's just not, that's not good practice in my opinion. That being said, uh, I wanted to be informed, um, and reasonably informed. So do I think it's ridiculous that we have government officials uh, that are in Congress that decide that they should put on a show for America? Yeah, I think that's totally ridiculous. Um, was it just a show? Yes, it was just a show. Um, and, and I'm going to start with some emotional stuff and get it out of the way so that I can talk reasonably the rest of the time. The amount of teleprompters that they used was absolutely stupid. It was stupid. Now, like, I'm not saying the people are dumb, but you need a teleprompter to talk about paintings? Are you kidding me? You need a teleprompter that when it freezes up, you can't talk? Like, you lose track of where you're going? Look, if all I have to do is read a teleprompter to be in Congress, um, sign me up. I'll, I'll head over now. All right, you can pay me ridiculous amounts of money. I know, they don't get paid a lot of money. Yeah, they get paid a lot more than I make. And sign me up because guess what? I can go in there and probably make more of a difference. Yeah, I'm saying that. Like, this is more emotional. I get it. But our culture has digressed. We have become less than recently. And it's super frustrating to me. You know, back in 1995, on July 26th, I sat on a, a chair across from my parents sitting on a couch and they signed paperwork so that the day that I turned 17, I was then able to sign into the Marine Corps. And it changed a lot of things for me. One of the things that became very evident very fast was people die for our country for our way of living, for our freedom, for our abilities to do the normal everyday things that you and I do. I'm going to read something. Again, this is me sort of transitioning from super emotional to hopefully more reasonable. Um, it goes like this. Maybe you've heard part or all of this. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men, yes, it says men, are created equal. 
we can go ahead and adjust this. I mean, look, it was for, for a time period. All people are created equal. Men are different than women, but we all are created equal in this sense that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which by the way, contextually has a very different meaning than you are probably thinking right now. And if you don't know what the pursuit of happiness meant in that day, go figure it out, please. Don't sit around being one of these naive people that doesn't understand stuff. Go do the research, it's easy to find. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. It goes on and on, and I could keep going, but I don't want to bore you with just reading. Uh, By the way, if you don't know what that is, look it up. It's the Declaration of Independence. It was the beginning of our founding country, the beginning of the United States as we know it. Now, there's going to be all these arguments. Yes, but there, there was the United States was, was it belonged to the natives. Um, I agree. And since the beginning of time, what has happened? People have come and they have taken and they have taken and they have taken. They have fleed and they have fleed and they have fleed. I don't think we can go back and say reasonably that you know. What we in in America did to establish a country uh, was any better or any worse than any other nation. That being said, did what did the start of it was it was it a perfect start? Oh heck no, heck no. Is it perfect today? Oh heck no, absolutely not. And yet, it's still the best option on the planet. Don't forget that, please. It is still the best option on the planet as of right now. Of course, that's an opinion. I can't prove that. You know, there's, there's one other place that I've, I've thought about in my, in my time, and that would be Switzerland. <laughs> but we'll have that conversation at a different time. So I, I did, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll settle some things down now, and I did partake in this January 6th committee summary uh, that, that took place last night. And I got to tell you, um, other than the teleprompters being absolutely ridiculous, and, you know, Cheney is an immaculate speaker. Why she has to read everything off of a teleprompter, it's just crazy. Uh, you know, at some point, people need to speak their truth, not read the teleprompter. It would make much more sense. Um, but hey, if you don't have the truth in your in your brain, in your heart, then by all means, read a teleprompter, I guess, because that seems to be what happened. Was this propaganda? Yes, it was propaganda. 
Is this a political statement? I am a, a therapeutic podcast. Is this a political statement? No. If if this was all the other side of the aisle doing this propaganda, I would call it out too. Why? Because I'm here for healthy perspective. I am here to provide you with an opportunity to hear somebody talk about something in a light that is you're not saying the Democrats or the Republicans are right. It's not about alignment for me. Do I, do I think one is right and another is wrong? Um, I think that this committee was ridiculous. That's what I think. That's what I'm saying to you right now. I'm not talking about the Democrats are right or the Republicans are right. I'm saying this committee was a joke because this committee didn't do what a committee is supposed to do. It was not, uh, you know, they, they said it was, it was a, a bipartisan. It had, no, come on, really? It, it, take a closer look. It was not bipartisan. Were there people who claim Republican and people who claim de- Democrat? Yeah, there were. Were, were they handpicked? Yes, they were. Does that mean it was a, a, a bipartisan or a nonpartisan? No, it was not. It was absolutely cherry-picked. So it was propaganda. At the end of the day, that's what it was. Now, were they right about a lot of things? Yeah, yeah, they had a lot of things right. Uh, were, are they right to prosecute? We'll see. I mean, time will tell. Um, what I can tell you, though, is that this committee was a joke. What they are appealing to is fear. This fear that democracy is this fragile, yeah, that's ridiculous. Look, I'm just speaking from what I know of the American people that I have encountered, people that sit with me, people that have fought next to me. It is not that fragile. The reason that this is even a concern is because there is such a divide. We have not seen a divide like this in a long time. And the divide, that wedge is being shoved deeper and deeper into our country. And honestly, from my vantage point, that is the biggest problem. When you have to align with one side or another, right? We have only two sides to align to. What we end up with, in order to belong, which is a human need, we need to belong. It's not a want. Love is not a negotiable. Without it, we begin to die. And if we need to belong, and there are only two options to pick from, then what choice do people have but to decide one side or the other? People like me who stay neutral in the vast majority of the political debates, um, that doesn't mean that I'm neutral in terms of my belief system. Don't hear that wrong, please. I am not neutral in my beliefs. But neutral in terms of political debates, I'm looking at it from a cultural lens, which is the umbrella over politics, economics, uh, you know, and, and our way of life. It's that cultural perspective. But they are appealing to your fear. So the question is, 
do you really believe that our democracy is that fragile? I was being in the Marine Corps. Uh, they, we used to say, you know, I don't know, there was like 325,000 of us or something like that. And, you know, it, once a Marine, always a Marine. Um, you know, I could, I could pick up an M16 and, and within, you know, a day I would be uh, getting my expert badge again. I could do that tomorrow. I, I'm sure of it. I know because my training was really stinking good. And I could defend this country again. Would I do it as well as I did 20 years ago? Probably not. Uh, let's be real. I'm, I'm much older. In some ways, I would probably do it better because I'm smarter. Um, but in some ways, not as good because physical uh, uh, ability has declined. That being said, I know that there are all those Marines and those soldiers. And there are all those seamen. And there's, there's airmen out there. This country is not that fragile. I mean, it does have some fragility. Let's, you know, I'm being transparent and honest here. There is some fragility, but it is not that fragile. The reason that it's fragile right now is because of this dichotomy. This, you got to choose one side or the other. That's a load of crap. You can like some things that the Republicans do, and you can hate some things that the Republicans do. You can like some things that the Democrats do, and you can hate some things that the Democrats do. What that makes you is intelligent. That makes you, well, have a healthy perspective. Because when they feed you propaganda and you're so afraid that you just nod your head up and down, you're like, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a load of crap. You got to stop doing that. You got to hear the other side. Because there's a reason why in the court of law, there is a prosecutor, and a defendant. There's a reason. Because a prosecutor can make something sound really, really good. And then the defendant talks and makes what they said sound really, really bad. And then the prosecutor can talk again and it sounds really, really good. And then the defendant talks and, wow, makes it sound really, really bad. And through that process through that funneling and channeling of information into different perspectives, can a jury then make a reasonable judgment? And we're not talking about perfection. And do they get it wrong sometimes? Yes, they do. But you get the best chance when you funnel it down. You filter it through this process. And this January 6th committee did nothing of the sort. It wasn't a filter it down. It was, it was like a, a put it out there. It was a show. That's what it was. It was a show. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are buying it. Well, look, I, I could turn on Love Island if I want a show. I've heard something about it. I don't know much about that show, but I've heard something about it. I could turn, if I want drama, I'll just turn that on. I could turn on a soap opera. I don't, do they even have soap operas? Maybe they do. I don't know. If I want drama, I can have drama. But in a committee, what I want is authentic truth. The only way to get that is a filtering process by design, by design. So that's why our legal system has this next. In the therapeutic world, if I say a person is, super fragile and dangerous to themselves or to somebody else. I have to take away their autonomy. What do you think is happening here? 
The January 6th committee is setting the stage to take away autonomy. Unfortunately, that's a really bad move unless there is real danger. Now, I, for one, do not believe that our democracy is that fragile. From my perspective, it isn't. There are plenty of people that when it percolates to a certain level are going to respond just like if a client is really fragile, there is a response point. There is a point at which that fragility becomes the, the driving force to the change. And we're going to experience that as a country. It's coming. If there weren't so many people who could see right through what the January 6th committee has been doing, like see right through it and understand that this is propaganda, that this is a show. Now, there are facts in the show. There are realities in the show and those need to be addressed. I'm not negating that, but understand it very much is a show. And if there weren't so many people who could see right through that, that's really where the the issue lies. People see right through it. And unfortunately, what that means is that we've got this reinforcement of alignment. Well, you're either on that side or you're on the other side. I'm proposing to you all that we look at this different. Yes, it's a show. Yes, it fired me up even. And I have pretty good self-control overall. I'm not perfect. I make plenty of mistakes. But overall, pretty good. My proposal to all of you is make sure we hear the other side. There were four subpoenas that were not fulfilled. Now, subpoenas... Let me tell you a little something I learned as a therapist, actually. Subpoenas have a very strict, rigid process to be legal subpoenas. And they have to be signed by the right people. Any, Pretty much any attorney can subpoena you. But that doesn't mean it's a legally bound subpoena. If it doesn't have a judge's uh, signature. If it doesn't, like there's certain signatures that are required. So can the committee subpoena? Yes. But what happens if you don't uh, respond to the subpoena? Well, there's a very good chance that there's no serious legal recourse. Now, there's our social recourse. Yes. But what I would suggest is those four people have a story that's very interesting because clearly uh, they didn't want to go to this propaganda site and do it there. I don't know what their story is. Maybe their story is crap and garbage. I don't know. It's possible. But I would say, seek other perspective. If you don't do that, if you buy this 100% hook, line, and sinker, then you're just the next dumb fish. Don't be that. Now, I know these are these are really strong words, but I'm saying it because I see it not only in this but in your daily life, you, there is a certain amount of uh, appropriate skepticism that keeps us from doing really dumb things. You know, somebody says, hey, jump off that bridge. Oh, yeah, the water's plenty deep. Go. Um, a certain amount of appropriate skepticism is good. All right. 
maybe if you're so sure, why don't you go first and I will watch, you know, and they go, Kadunk. they fall in and they pop Bob back up and they're like, it was awesome. Okay. Well, I know I can land right about there, right? Like certain amount of skepticism is not a bad thing. So I'm not saying that you dismiss everything from the January 6th committee. And I know I came at this really strong emotions. Um, it was it a really annoying process for me to watch? Yes, because teleprompters, they drive me nuts. If you care deeply about something, I mean, learn how to talk about it. You don't need a teleprompter. But what if you screw up? Yeah, what if you do? That makes you normal, right? You can just fix it. You just got to fix it. Just like everybody else who screws things up. Yeah, so I came at you hard. But at the end of the day, my takeaway, get informed. Get more information. Understand that there are responsibilities that you have as a citizen of this country. And please do your diligence. Do your diligence. Watch the things you don't want to watch. I didn't really want to watch that because I I knew before I even watched it that there, there was a portion of it, at least that was propaganda. There was a lot of good information in there. It was. I'm not, I'm not dismissing some of that great information because it was in there too. But I can't see through the reality that this was a show. So do your diligence. Find out which parts were the show and which parts are real. And if you don't do your diligence and you just, you just trust it, then you're the gullible one. Uh, that's, that's what I've got for you today. Hey, thanks for joining us. I know this is a little bit intense. Um, leave us comments, feedback, all that kind of good stuff. I'll see you next time. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives. Make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy-perspectives with an S dot com.